And the Oscar goes to Film Church Radio. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to Film Church Radio. We've been teasing this episode for a long time. It's the 2022 Oscar special. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Today, we are going to predict with 99.9% accuracy <laughs> wow. the award ceremony. It's Sunday. I'm Brandon. And I'm Lewis. And tonight, we are your guide <laughs> to the 94th Academy Awards. That's right. Or morning, whenever you're listening to this. It could yeah. be the next day. Maybe you listened to the Oscars last night and you're like, I'm going to listen to these guys predict. And get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that could be how this goes. We yeah. will find out. But Lewis and I, each in front of us, has the ballots. We sure do. We haven't been asked to vote by the Academy, unfortunately, um, but we will be casting our vote here and now. And how we thought that we're going to do it is Brennan and I will discuss briefly each category, um, pick who we would prefer to win, and then we'll do an official Film Church radio pick of who we think is going to win. Because um, more often than not, the Academy can be quite predictable, but I think there's a lot of people and a lot of films on these lists that deserve some recognition. So that's what we're going to try and do. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, we appreciate it. If this is your first time here, welcome. Uh, usually the podcast is Lewis and I pick a film. Well, you know, we, we alternate picking a film. So one week I'll pick one, the next week he'll pick one. And then we just sit down and talk about it, break yeah. it down. Usually it's stuff we haven't seen. Sometimes it's stuff maybe one of us has seen, but it's... Uh, it's all about the journey here at Film Church. We treat cinema as a religion. That's right. It doesn't get any bigger than the Academy Awards. Sam, that's right. this is why we're doing our special. Um, unlike the Oscars, we are not going to cut some categories for time and have big musical interludes um, that aren't necessary. <laughs> we're going to go through every category here today. Um, so that everybody that is nominated gets their due. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was a big surprise this year that they're yeah. going to cut out some of the, uh, some of the technical. People, yeah. Yeah. Some of the people's time to get up there and receive the award and give a little speech. I mean, it's like, I mean, that's their moment. Yeah. You know, these people, you know, work a lot behind the scenes to try and put the films that we love on the screen. Um, and I, I love seeing, you know, the people that you don't normally get to see have a moment to stand up and, you know, be awarded for the work they've done. It's great. It's a real shame that they've decided to go this route. Um, but hopefully in the future, um, this will be rectified. I think, I don't, I don't think it's the Academy. I think it's more ABC that have, mm. you know, opted to do this. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, you know, this might move it. I mean, I would love to see it just basically go to like a streaming, you know, like Hulu or yeah, something, and just I never, yeah, I don't have cable, and like anytime I try to watch the Oscars, I usually get like YouTube, yeah, a uh, free trial. Oh, mm -hmm. But I think I've used all of my email addresses and credit cards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any more to get a free trial. Um, yeah, but I when when the when the nominations were first announced, mm -hmm. I I immediately started texting you and Zach and who, who has also been a guest here on this podcast. And, 
and then I didn't send the text because I was like, we'll probably do an Oscar special. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about it. But basically my text was just like saying that what a bizarre year it's been for movies. Yeah. 2021. I mean, 2020 yeah. was also bizarre, but, but 2021, I feel like is the most bizarre because it was still, it was an entire year of theaters being closed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that we'll get onto this a little bit later when we do talk about especially Best Picture, but I don't think it's the it's a very strong year at all in terms of like films that have been nominated. Um but then again, we've only had probably like what, six months of solid theatrical releases. Yeah. But even that, it's like you know, things didn't feel like they were the original, you know, theater experience yeah. that you're used to until Spider-Man came out and that was the end exactly, of yeah. the year. So, yeah, I just looked at, you know, looking at the nominations, I was like, well, this is weird. This is a weird yeah. list because uh, not that the movies are terrible, but just that I hadn't seen any of them in a theater mostly. No, exactly. The exception yeah. of a few. And I think out of the, what, 10 that were nominated for Best Picture, I think all but, what, what two three of them maybe um were on streaming or like had debuted on streaming yeah because i know a lot of the warner brothers films had um obviously power of the dog um and coda and stuff like that had all kind of gone to streaming straight away um and admittedly that's how i've watched pretty much you know 90 percent of these films yeah so um it's a very weird year hopefully you know, when I think back to the last Oscars last year, um, that was even stranger because mm-hmm. it was kind of broken up and, you know, it was like different um, locations and stuff. So, yeah, it's hopefully next year we'll get back to some like normal again. It'll be like we've seen all of them in the theater and it's yeah. um, and we've only got one host. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we're ready. I think we're ready to yeah. summon the film gods and let's do it. Get our answers. Yeah. So we're gonna start. I mean, we we printed off the the Oscar ballot from the um the ABC website, um, I believe. And we're gonna start at the end and work our way back um so that the the big, you know, the big categories, as you will, will be at the end of the show. Um so we're going to start with original screenplay, which is not a minor category. Original screenplay is something that I really enjoy. I love a film that is original. Yeah. Um, so the nominations for original screenplay are Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World. Um, all, I think, deserve to be in this. I haven't got any qualms with any film in here, which is great. Yeah. Um so what so what what would you want to win Brandon out of these films? I think okay, so I have to admit I haven't seen the worst person in the world. Yeah. Uh but of the ones I mean I've seen all the others. So I would say I would probably want Licorice Pizza to win. Yeah. Um I feel like it is the most original um I mean, I liked Belfast, but and it could win. I, yeah. I think it's down to Belfast and Licorice Pizza for me. Yeah, I think that's a good shout. I think 
Licorice Pizza is definitely the one that stands out. I mean, Worst Person in the World is going to be my pick. Really? I think that was my favorite film Man, I that came out it. in 2021. Um, I'm going to watch it before the Oscars air tonight. Please do. Yeah, just it's so good. It's so good. Um, I think that's going to be that is going to be my personal pick, the worst person in the world. It's just it's funny. It's like life affirming. It's moving. It's just everything you want from an Oscar nominated film. Yeah. Um, And it's a shame it hasn't been nominated for more, but I'm sure we'll get into that further on. But that is going to be my personal pick. In terms of what I think will win, hmm. what do you think? I think, uh, I mean, for me, it's, I think, uh, well, my personal pick is Licorice Pizza. Cool. Um, but I think it's either going to be that or Belfast because I don't know, man. I, I don't, I, I, I think they, I think the Academy are going to like Belfast. I think it's going to do pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think, I, I don't like don't look up that much. I mean, it's yeah. not terrible, but yeah. it's just I, I I said it in a past episode that it uh, time will tell whether or not this movie is good. Like yeah. I enjoyed watching it, but I'm still too close to the subject matter that it's could be funny. Yeah, it's not yeah. really laughable. Yeah, yet, you know. So you know, but it you know it could still win stuff. But mm. for me, I don't think it's going to. And King Richard was good, but I don't think it's a standout as far as yeah originality. I mean, I mean, I'm surprised it's not adapted because it's based on yeah real life. But yeah, I don't know exactly what constitutes original or not. But um, I mean, they probably took a lot of liberties. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and it's like I don't know about worst person in the world because I haven't seen it, but. I would say Belfast is probably a good pick. You think so? Yeah, okay. I think that he wrote it, I'm sure, Kenneth Branagh during lockdown and um it's, it's a, very personal. It's a filmmaker making a personal film that includes like a love of cinema. Yeah. And the yeah. Academy are just gonna lap that up. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's, that's gonna it did have some very cool stuff in there about it sure the did. love of cinema. I mean it was black and white, but then when the, anytime they were watching like a theater yeah. performance a live show or a, a movie it was in color which yeah. was really cool yeah um all right i think that's a safe bet sweet okay adapted screenplay yeah here we go so, we've got coda drive my car dune the La- the last daughter and power of the dog um i did not see the last daughter but i've seen all the others i watched the lost daughter and it's it's good it's um it's n- Sorry, it's, the lost daughter. It's it's just a little. Um, I don't know. It, it some parts are really hard to watch. Um, I think it shines a light on like a side of motherhood that isn't normally on screen. Um, and it does it really well. I wouldn't be surprised if this was to win some of the like more technical Oscars and not any in the major categories. Yeah, and Coda, I think, will win some other stuff, but I don't yeah. think it'll win adapted screenplay. Uh, no. Drive I th- My Car. I think the fact that Dune was made before and not received well, and then they did it again, I think Dune might, because it's such a well-loved book, I think that that might be my pick. Yeah, I think Dune's going to win a lot of stuff. 
So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if it did win this, but I think the power of the dog will probably win. Yeah, I think again another film like Belfast that I think is going to do really really well. Yeah. I mean when you think about this category, it's a best adapted screenplay. So it's based on an original work and then adapted into something yeah. else. I think I mean I haven't read the book, but it seems like they adapted like the the movie feels like a novel. Yeah. You know it does. what I mean? Yeah. So um I think that'll win and everybody knows what we think of Drive My Car if you listened to mm-hmm. our last episode. So I don't think it'll be many of our personal picks no. on this list. Um but what do you think the Academy's gonna go for? I think probably Power of the Dog as well. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. We shall see. Okay, so original screenplay, we've got Belfast, adapted screenplay, Power of the Dog for the Academy. Yep. Uh, visual effects. So we have Dune, Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and then Spider-Man at No Way Home. I've seen a lot of talk about visual effects mm-hmm. online, um, and a lot of people kind of bashing films, I guess. I think I think in terms of seamless Dune. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. I think Dune is the most believable like there's nothing in that movie that stands out as like that doesn't fit or seem real yeah exactly like i love spider-man but there were a couple of moments where i was like "Mm, this is in a studio yeah exactly yeah you can kind of tell and shang chi as well i mean we did talk about this on i think our return to the cinema episode um the ending is you know the big cgi dragon and stuff is it's obviously CGI. It was, yeah, Shang-Chi was a fun movie. Yeah. But, but it was very, you know, when the CGI stuff gets heavy, it's very cartoony, which is yeah. fine for that movie. But it it's not, you know, it seems like two different worlds when they're, I mean, and it's supposed to be a different world, obviously. They're going yeah. to this, you know, magical, mystical place that nobody's ever seen before. But, you know, it's just not, it's not seamless, I guess. Not that it's terrible. It's just not. You know, if you're going to give an Academy Award out, yeah, I think it's got to go to Dune, and I think Dune is going to win a lot of awards. Yeah, agreed. I, like I feel like most everything else is going to get you know one, maybe two, but I feel like Dune might end up being the one that takes home the most. I think so too. I think, especially in these, um these kind of technical categories, I think it's going to clean up. So yeah. I, I definitely, I mean, that would be my personal pick as well is Dune and probably the Academy pick as well. I would go for sweet. Same. So next we have sound um, and the films nominated are going to be Belfast, Dune, no time to die, power of the dog and West side story. Um, yeah, I feel like Dune is going to win again. Yeah, I think, I I think the West Side Story might be in with a chance. Why, I think that, why do you say that? Like, you think it's your personal pick, or you think that's... Uh... I think that's what the Oscars might go for. My personal pick um, would be... Oh, that's tough. Either Dune or No Time to Die. Okay. I mean, I love James Bond. I'm going to go No Time to Die for my personal pick. Okay. Um, I think West Side Story just... I think it's going to be... I think it's going to get some stuff... And I know we're going to come on to it in a little bit in like some of the later categories, um, especially cinematography. Um, but I think they're going to try and give it a few awards. 
Yeah. Um, but again, Doom was so like visually and like the sound and everything was so good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it was like it. it it's not. It, it's a sci-fi movie, and like yeah. normally when it, like the sci-fi movies of today are like, you know, the Marvel movies. Yeah. And a little bit comic booky and cartoony, and this was just like elevated. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So, yeah, I feel like I mean that's my personal pick, and I feel like that's what the Academy is going to pick. But you know, I don't know. The, like they they could throw. You know, yeah. West Side Story a bone. Let's go for Dune then. Okay. Yeah, you've taught me around. All right. Like I said, I think it's gonna sweep. I think it's gonna walk away with the most Academy Awards from the show. Yeah, that's my prediction. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. I could be totally we'll wrong. To tally them up at the end when we've done our official predictions. Okay, so live action short film. These were all really good. Um, and most of them are online. I recommend everybody going to see them, but there were a couple of standouts. Um, the long goodbye. That is, that is my personal pick. Yeah, that's mine too. And I think it's going to be the Academy pick too. Good. I really hope so. I mean, I don't want to like kind of just pass over the rest, but the long goodbye, it just, that sudden switch that it has. And then like it switches again at the end. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, one of those movies. I mean, it's like all like I said, all of these all of these short films are really good, but The Long Goodbye really stands out as like very heartfelt, very passionate, yeah. very from the heart, very mm-hmm. trying to like make some positive change in the world, trying to do something other than entertain you. Trying yeah. to do what a short film can do and actually uh evoke some real emotion and and make some real change yeah because on on paper it doesn't sound like something that would work that well spoilers ahead like you should go like the long goodbye i think it's on youtube you can go watch it it but you know there's at the at the end of the movie this guy's family gets killed in front of him and then he gets shot and then it's like all right slam poetry time yeah which on paper is like that doesn't sound great but it works works really good yeah because i thought it was a little bit when i first watched i was like it's a bit heavy-handed like kind of it's very in your face um but it has to be it's a short film it doesn't have time to kind of to play with nuance i guess um and it sticks with you i mean i thought the long goodbye a lot more than the other ones that i've seen so i think that long goodbye should win yeah i think it will win yeah um i thought on my mind was interesting as well yeah um but i don't think anything kind of comes close to long goodbye yeah yeah, exactly. Like it's like, yeah, on my mind was good, but I think it, it, you know, when you're, if you're having to choose what's yeah. gonna walk away with, I mean, they all deserve an Academy Award. It'd be cool to see any of these get one, but um, yeah, I, I think I'm cheering the long goodbye the most. Yeah, same here. Um, so after live action, we go to animated short film, and we have affairs of the art, um, bestia. Box Ballet, Robin Robin, and then the Windshield Wiper. Um, I thought Robin Robin is my personal pick. Really? From animated short film. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, it's an Aldman film that did Wallace and Gromit, and mm-hmm. I just have a real soft spot for them. Yeah. Um, and I wish I'd watched this at Christmas. Yeah. Because it was very sweet, but it's something that I will be like adding to our Christmas rotation, I think. 
Yeah. Um, so Robin Robin would be my pick for animated short film. Okay. Um, man, it's a hard choice. Like, yeah. there were some really interesting ones. There's some mm-hmm. weird ones. Like, the the animated short category is such a interesting category. I mean, it's just like yeah. there's the range of different kinds yeah. of things that people do are so great. I really uh, enjoyed the windshield wiper. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of what I enjoyed more of that or Robin Robin. I feel like Affairs of the Art, when it began, I really didn't like. And then when it ended, I really liked. Yeah. Yeah. It, it takes was... a minute because it's like, it's really doing its own thing. Like, yeah. You really got to be like, uh, accepting of, uh, of what it's trying to do. Yeah. And, and so it can take a minute to really settle into yeah. the, the, the story and stuff. But yeah, it was really good. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe I'm going to go with Robin Robin as well. Nice. Just cause I'm thinking of the, the one that's kind of sticking with me the most. And it's, yeah. it's that one. What do you think they're going to pick? This is tough. I feel like with this kind of category, you're never really sure. Yeah. I hope it's Robin Robin. And I don't know the history of these. Like I would always want to see the kind of the, the uh, most independent one win, I guess. Yeah. So it's like with Robin, Robin being like coming from a studio. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, maybe it's really good, but like, you know, they should work on mm. features because they've got money. I don't know. Yeah. But, no, I know what you mean. Um, I feel like probably, I don't know, man. It, this is a hard one to choose this what is, they think. Yeah, I, do, I don't think Affairs of the Art will win. Yeah. I don't think Box Ballet will win. Maybe um, Bestia. Uh, oh, dear. Yeah, let's go Windshield Wiper. Okay, cool. Production design uh, is up next, and we've got Dune, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. Now, all of these were really good as far as the production design goes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's hard. This is a really tough category. I feel like The Tragedy of Macbeth and west side story probably stand out the most i mean nightmare alley was really good but i feel like it's just you know not to say that this is necessarily a negative thing but i feel like nightmare alley was what's the water one um the shape of water yeah i feel like it's the shape of water part two okay yeah, it's from the similar era. Mm-hmm. Similar era and also like kind of shot the same way. Same, yeah. I'm sure it was the whole same crew. I mean, at least maybe. I don't know. But mm-hmm. it felt like the same cinematography and production design. Yeah. Um, so it didn't feel like fresh. Yeah. As far as visually. I mean, Dune felt very fresh. Uh, Tragedy of Macbeth felt fresh. West Side Story was just kind of like flawless as far as production design goes like it was and that's why i'm leaning towards that yeah like i can remember we talked about it briefly kind of off mic a few weeks ago and you said um that it is like watching a film from the 60s yeah it literally looks like like for a second when it first started i was like wait is this the old one yeah (laughs) it's crazy yeah (laughs) um yeah it looks amazing um yeah i i 
you know, I think that might be the um the academy pick. The academy pick, but yeah. also I wouldn't be surprised if it was Dune. Yeah, I think my personal pick is I'm gonna surprise you. I'm gonna go for Nightmare Alley. Okay. I just yeah. loved the look of that film. I just look like it just looked so great. Yeah. Um so that's gonna be my personal pick, but I do think that West Side Story is gonna win. Yeah. Hmm. I think I kind of want to choose Tragedy of Macbeth. It, yeah, it, you can tell what they were going for, and I think they achieved it. Yeah, even though it is very simplistic in a lot of ways. Yeah, um, it's like they, a stage play, but I don't know, with four walls. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes any sense. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to choose Tragedy of Macbeth. Nice. Uh, and then, yeah, so then West Side Story is the Oscar, is what we think the yeah. Oscars are going to pick, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Original song. Here we go. Um, <laughs> are you ready to sing a bar from each, Brandon? Uh, <laughs> I don't think I can. No, I don't think I can either. <laughs> okay, Be Alive from King Richard. Dos. Origatos? Yes. <laughs> from Encanto. Okay. <laughs> uh, down to Joy. From Belfast, yeah. No time to die. From No Time to Die. Uh, somehow you do from good from Four Good Days. Uh, I have not seen Four Good Days, and I cannot think of any of these songs. I mean, I think because No Time to Die is by Billie Eilish, that will win. That will win. Um, and it would probably be my personal pick. Again, I love James Bond, so. I think, and I think it was a good bum theme. Are these like okay, like "Be Alive" from King Richard? I don't remember. I think it's Beyonce. I think it was over the closing credits. Oh, okay. I so was like, what? Yeah, um, okay. that makes sense. But okay, so your pick was "No Time to Die," and I think that's probably what the Academy would go for. But then again, yeah. Encanto was the music's really good in Encanto. Yeah. I forgot about this category. I really should have listened to these songs. Yeah, I know. We yeah. did it. I mean, the but, original score, I've pretty much got that. That's the next category they want to talk about. I pretty much know what I think will win. Yeah. Because I've been listening to one soundtrack a lot. Um, but original song, I think it, I think the Academy will go No Time to Die. Yeah. I'm going to go No Time to Die as well. Okay. But shout out to Encanto. I mean. Yes. Great, great music. So next up, we do have original score. And we have Don't Look Up, Dune, Encanto, Parallel Mothers, and The Power of the Dog. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, Parallel Mothers had two really good things going for it. Um, the score, and then um, the actress in a leading role, mm-hmm. <laughs> Penelope Cruz. I think the two things it was nominated for are the two things that excelled. Yeah. So personally... The the score for Parallel Mothers is very Hitchcockian. Yeah, it's got those notes that I really liked, and it was it worked really well with the story. I, I didn't think the film was overall amazing, but I thought the score was really good. And I've listened to it quite a bit. I have not seen Parallel Mothers or listened to the score because mm-hmm. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that might be something I have to watch before tonight as well. Um, yeah. 
based off of what I have seen, I would say Dune as my personal pick and probably what the Academy would pick. Um, so are you picking Parallel Mothers? Personally for myself, I am picking Parallel Mothers. What do you think about the Academy? The Academy. The Academy. Dear God, the Academy. <laughs> oh. Maybe Dune. Yeah. Or maybe it'll be another one of the... Because it, it's very... I don't know. Dooney? Yeah. Like, it just fits the film, right? It's not like... It didn't feel out of place. But then again, Encanto. <laughs> this is true. Um, d- yeah, Dune. Okay, let's stick with Dune. Because okay. I could just second guess this all the time. Dune is like... Sweeping it. Picking uh, B on your test. Or is it C? <laughs> Yeah. Just is C the one you're supposed to pick? No, I can't remember. This is probably why I never did very well at school. I just got it the wrong one here. I always pick drive my car. <laughs> um okay, so next up is makeup and hairstyling. We've got coming number two, America. <laughs> um Cruella, Dune, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and House of Gucci. First of all, House of Gucci is not going to win. No. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. No. I mean, I think this is the only thing is nominated for. Um, and let's just talk about House of Gucci for a minute. Yeah. Um, again, as with uh, Guillermo del Toro, I felt like this was Ridley Scott doing All the Money in the World Part 2. Yeah, I was surprised that Lady Gaga was not nominated for actress in a leading role. Yeah. I did think she was really good. Um but just, she didn't she hasn't won, right? No. She didn't win for I don't think so. Um Stars Born or anything I don't think like so. that. Yeah. Um I just can't get past Jared Letter. I just I won't be going back to it because of him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. It's like, okay. I mean, you and I have talked about Jared Leto off and on on this podcast before. And, you know, I'm not like a huge Jared Leto fan or anything, but I enjoy seeing him in movies. I usually enjoy his performances. This movie made me lose some respect for him and just as an actor. Not not that I think he's even necessarily a terrible actor, but he just made a bad choice for this movie and i can't believe nobody didn't nobody said hey do do something else yeah don't like i like was that accurate to who that guy was maybe i don't know but it just it was like you don't look anything like jared leto like yeah like why don't you just act like you're not jared leto and instead he was like it's the me jared leto exactly yeah um it was just so distracting, his voice and his acting in the movie. It just did not fit, and it just no. took me out of the movie. But and I didn't take it seriously. Um, so his parts are the worst part of the film, and it's a shame because he's on the screen with Al Pacino quite a lot of the time. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, how did Al Pacino not be like, shut up, listen? Yeah. You can just, I know that his character at the end is kind of like a little bit like weathered and stuff, but he looks exhausted with having to like act opposite him. 
really. Like, yeah, he just like he just. Yeah, it can't have been fun. I mean, I I could be wrong. He could be the best person to be on set with, but I can't imagine it. Yeah. Um. And then Isa Tammy Faye. I mean, she was known for the makeup, but again, if you listen to our episode last week, the stuff they did to Andrew Garfield unforgivable in my eyes i just <laughs> the nuts and the cheeks storm that's up it for winter yeah I, yeah i mean it it's it's a lot and yeah. i don't think it'll win either um, i think it's gonna be doing again but when you think about it was it last year that um gosh i don't i can't remember the name of the movie the fox news movie one makeup i think last oh, year, yeah. Or the year before, yeah which was a little random yeah but shelly's throne was like unrecognizable right yeah uh-huh uh so mm. i don't know but i think okay gonna, yeah personal pick i'm gonna say dune same here and i think it would be safe to pick it for the academy as well i think so yeah. um cool here we go all right international feature film drive my car flee the hand of god Lunana, a yak in the classroom, and then the worst person in the world. I'm gonna say it right now. Flee. Yeah. I mean me. I, I've been tossing this in my mind again and again. And I think that my pick is gonna be worst person in the world. Okay. Not and I think I'm kind of hedging my bets a little bit. I think this is I don't think either of those will win. I think the Academy will go for drive my car. Because it's, <laughs> I know, because it's all for the best picture, I just don't understand how you could nominate Drive My Car for Best Picture and it not win either. Best b- nominated for Best Picture and Best International and it not win either. Yeah, and then whatever wins Best International wasn't nominated for Best Picture. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I just don't see the Academy being like, oh, we were wrong to nominate I, I for Best Picture. I think you're right on that, yeah. So I think it probably will win Best International Picture, which I don't agree with. Um, that makes sense, though, your logic. Yeah, I think Worst Person in Flea, a head and shoulders above Drive My Car. Yeah. Hmm. All right. We'll see what happens. So we're about the halfway stage, and the and Dune is, like, cleaning up. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, think, I figured it yeah. would do this. And Power of the Dog is not... Had anything, yeah, and from our picks, you know. yeah, it's good, but I mean, it's like you're trying to. I felt like I feel like, and if you're comparing Dune and Power of the Dog, Dune is just more. It's doing everything, everything really well. Whereas, like Power of the Dog, I guess, I guess Dune is is a little more entertaining. Whereas yeah. Power of the Dog, you really have to do a little more work for it to understand what's going on and thinking. And it's and it's a movie that sits with you and you gotta think about yeah. afterwards and stuff. Whereas Dune is just like fun. I do think that the the further on we go with the nominations, like into the bigger categories, I think that's where Power of the Dog starts to pick up a little bit. Okay. Um especially with all the news that's been like coming out recently with Sam Elliott and stuff like that. I feel like it's pushing it towards winning. Sam Elliott. Yeah, he was on a podcast, I can't remember which one it was, and um, basically, you know, was hating on the film because 
as a guy who's played a lot of cowboys, that's not how he wants the West represented. What? Yeah. What um, does that even mean? He came. I think he said something along the lines of, "You know, there were no gay cowboys." Okay. Yeah, there was no out gay cowboys. That's for sure. Yeah. Like, but what do you know? Exactly. And what are you I like? One hundred and fifty years old. Yeah, and, and you he were said there, that, you were around back then. Like <laughs> that, Jane Champion was is a. I mean, I didn't, he didn't say because she was a female, but he said because she was Australian, she wouldn't really understand. Um, okay, the greatest westerns of all time yeah. were made by an Italian filmmaker. Yeah, <laughs> like what are you talking? about? I know. About? Yeah, it, it <laughs> like... had no. I mean, it's got no barons at all. Yeah, and everybody's kind of. He's just bad because he's not in it. Yeah, exactly. I, I will say for uh, uh, like one negative thing about Power of the Dog is I'm not totally in love with Benedict Cumberbatch's performance just because I just feel like it's not quite believable Yeah, as far as just his accent and stuff. I'm just like, it, it sounds like he's trying really hard to be, yeah. to be country. Okay. But, uh, but that might just be me. I don't know. I, yeah. I've grown up around a lot of country folks, so. See, I bought it. Yeah. And I definitely have not. Yeah. So. But you yeah. guys are both Brits. That's right. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, I, I, yeah, it's like, I mean, usually Brits are like the greatest actors. <laughs> <laughs> usually. And people. But. Oh. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know. I just I, I I only watched it once, so I might change my mind if I watch it again. But that yeah. was my only critique. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll get onto the performances pretty soon. I'm sure. Um, so for international, we chose Drive My Car for yeah. the Oscar pick. Right. Thanks. Okay. Cool. Next, film editing. So don't look up. Dune, King Richard, Power of the Dog, and Tick Tick Boom. I like Tick Tick Boom a lot. Yeah. Um, and what it does when I think of editing was he was kind of doing a one man show. Well, there was other people, but he was kind of telling his story through a show and it would cut back. And there was a lot of songs where he would be singing it on stage in the future and then it would cut back to the past and it was kind of like seamless. Yeah. And I think the editing there was really good. Yeah. So my personal pick would be Tick Tick Boom. Okay. For film editing. Because I feel like with a musical, it's really hard to kind of, I don't know, to keep the energy up on screen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it does a really good job. You know, I uh, I haven't put any thought into any of these categories. I know. I haven't, <laughs> before we sat down and looked at it, neither have I. I haven't gone through yeah. and already picked these out. This is kind of just in the moment. Yeah. Um, but I was kind of leaning towards Dune just because it's the, you know... It's the one that I'm like, keep picking. <laughs> I'm not making any sense here, but I think you've sold me on Tick Tick Boom. I think I think you're right. I think the in terms of editing, yeah, you know those scenes kind of seamlessly fit together, and it worked really well mm -hmm. um, in terms of telling his story. Yeah, yeah. It I I did like the movie. I I, I haven't seen Rent, and I need to watch it now. But um, yeah, it was a good movie, and. Every time he was at the moon dance, I was like, Mary Jane. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's just hard. I don't know. I think Andrew Garfield did a really good job. And 
Lin-Manuel Miranda knows how to put on a musical. So it's hard not to just have a good time. Yeah. You know. So, awesome. And what do you think the Academy will go for? I think that they will go for Don't Look Up. Really? You think it's going to win? I mean, if it wins thing? anything, it might win that. Yeah. But they could pick Tick, Tick, Boom, too, honestly. Um, I think it's between Don't Look Up and Tick, Tick, Boom. As, but I don't know, man. I mean, just I'm just thinking in terms of like... Because usually when you pick editing, you want to pick the one where you didn't notice the editing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, I th- I think don't look up. You do notice a little bit. You do. Yeah, for sure. I think my reasoning behind what I'm going to say is I think that Power of the Dog might do it. Because there's so much in that film that isn't spoken mm-hmm. and that is shown to us. Right. Visually. Visually. Yeah. That there's a lot that has to be revealed at the right moment for it to make sense. Yeah. And I think that the editing is kind of part of that. I mean, like when they're like doing the rope and he's cut his hand and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's kind of it shows it also at the right moment. Yeah, I think you could be absolutely right. We shall see. Let's say Power of the Dog for the Academy pick. I don't know whether that's just me being like Power of the Dogs won nothing. Yeah, um, it could be. But, but yeah, I don't. I can't remember. I mean. I feel like King Richard was very, very much like Tammy Faye, like paint by numbers biopic a little bit. Mm-hmm. I can't remember any like incredible editing apart yeah. from like tennis matches. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so film editing, the Film Church Radio Oscar guess, I guess is going to be Power of the Dog. Yes. So next we have documentary short subject. So we've got Audible, Lead Me Home, The Queen of Basketball, Three Songs for Benazir, and When We Were Bullies. I gotta admit here, I only watched one. Which one did you watch? Audible. Yeah, That's I watched my Audible. Pick. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm gonna pick The Queen of Basketball. Audible was on Netflix, so um, yeah, yeah. I wish I had time to watch all the all the documentary shorts, but. That's the only one I watched. So uh, you picked... The Queen of Basketball. The Queen of Basketball. So it basically was- it tells the story of um, of a, like a high school basketball player that was really, really good, almost signed for the, like for the male leagues, and kind of after school just stopped playing because yeah. there was no league for her to go into. Um, and she dealt with... And there's some like hints of like her kind of um, mental health like played a part in it. She didn't want to. She like found someone and married them, and she didn't want to kind of do all that. But that was you know for a 20 minute documentary. I thought it did a really good job at kind of being like it, like women's sports weren't yeah regarded in America as important, even though they got like thousands of spectators. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was really interesting. I don't know what the Academy would pick though. I think. Three songs for Benazir is very interesting. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe Audible. It's a very American documentary. Yeah. I have no idea what they will pick. <laughs> pick a number between one and five, Brandon. Four. Three songs for Benazir. It is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be funny if it gets a hundred percent accuracy. <laughs> the only one we get right on the night is that one. <laughs> is that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So next we have 
uh, documentary feature, which is uh, we've got Ascension, um, Attica, Flea, Summer of Soul, or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised, and Writing with Fire. Now, I have only seen Flea and Ascension. Yeah, and I've seen Flea and Summer of Soul. Okay. Um, I mean, my choice is Flea. Yeah, definitely. Personal pick, Flea, yeah. for sure, for me. Um, I feel like that's going to be the one the Academy picks out of the ones that I've seen. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I think Summer of Soul may be in with a chance, but... Did you cry? I didn't cry. And I did cry at Flea. Yeah. Summer of Soul is just very, like, well-made. To say it's kind of two hours of just, like, music performances. Yeah. It still tells a story. Yeah. Ascension is a really interesting one because it's, like, it's it's not your typical documentary. It's just uh, almost like vignettes of just, yeah. like, different types of corporate mass production. Um, and it doesn't really try to, like go down this narrative i mean it does but it's not like necessarily trying to tell you a story that you uh would typically typically think of of how a story is told it's like it shows you all these people trying to get jobs and and you know all of the uh, things that come with that and then all of these people in a factory making little things that are, that are going to get shipped to yeah. America and then it builds up to the different things that they're making. And then it goes into like them making like sex dolls and it like is kind of like jarring in a way because, uh, you just start to realize how crazy the world is. Yeah. And, and just like, it's basically just showing it's, it's a little slice of how the world works. It's not necessarily, uh, trying to tell you anything like lean you in a direction of what to think about that it's just literally just showing you how the world works mm. and by the end of it you're like oh man we're doomed yeah <laughs> but i don't think it's gonna win i no. think it's i think it's flea i hope so i really really hope so that's what we're rooting for oh for sure so oscar pick let's go flea okay uh next on the list we have directing um Best director, and we have got um, a pretty good list, I would say. Um, one or two kind of notable misses, um, but we've got Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, um, Raisuki Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, Licorice Pizza, Paul Thomas Anderson, uh, Jane Champion for Power of the Dog, and then Steven Spielberg, West Side Story. All right, so who who's who's not on this list? I was surprised that um, was it Joel Cohen uh-huh. yeah. for Tragedy Macbeth was not nominated. Yeah, um, I mean also Del Toro for Nightmare Alley. Yeah, true. If we're looking at the other nominations as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we go in films that should have been nominated, Joanna Hogg, Superman Part Two. That's true. Yes. Like, yeah. You know. I mean, bro. Incredible. But yeah, Drive My Car is just getting so much love. 
Uh, that I mean, I just I don't understand if if he, yeah, some man, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know anything about this this person other than I've watched their movie. I would be really surprised if they got best director just because yeah. they made some really bad choices. I mean, there's a reason it's not on here for best film editing. Yeah, because nothing you know. was cut out. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I think they literally put every shot that they got while making that movie in the movie. Yeah. You know, there was no... And to me, that's that's a sign of bad directing. Now, it could be... Uh, it could be very possible that the editor was like, no, you don't understand. I mean, whatever choices yeah. they made, I guess they were good ones because it's nominated. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's getting all these praises. But I, I just don't. I, I just. I think in terms of what is there that is good um, could have been much better if it had been handled differently. Yeah. Um, um, agreed. I think my personal pick is West Side Story. Really? Yeah, the opening shot is just... I mean, I didn't love, love, love the film. Yeah. But it's directed so well. Yeah, I I just like... I've seen the the old one, and I, I just think the old one is better. I, I It's just yeah. like my opinion. Like, I, I don't... I mean, there were a few changes made as far as the story goes. I mean, not really. I mean, it's still the same story, but just the way in which uh, some of the things happen are a little bit different, and I felt like those choices did disservice to the story yeah. in, in comparison to the older one. Um, so I, I, that wouldn't be what I would choose. I think... I'm I just think even, that that opening shot where it kind of... Oh, we start on the construction side, it kind of lifts up over and then kind mm-hmm. of drops us back down. It's just it's I mean, it's Spielberg. Yeah. Like the the direction I thought was the best part of the film. Yeah, for sure. And I mean it's like I, I think, you know, it's um we're very spoiled by Spielberg. Because yeah. yeah. he is a great director. Yeah. And so it's easy to like watch West Side Story and be like, ah, oh, it's like uh, more Spielberg, you know, it doesn't yeah. feel fresh anymore, no. but it's like, yeah, I mean, there's, there's not many that are greater than him. And, no, exactly. And yeah, I do agree that like the, the, the way it's shot, the direction is, is probably the best part of the movie. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I'm going to give it to, Paul Thomas Anderson. Nice. Really okay, great. Pizza yeah. Because it, it's like he really creates a world. Yeah. You know, that yeah. feels real and really believable. And he was able to communicate that to every single person that worked on that movie. They yeah. knew what movie they were making. Um, there's not, not a single part that doesn't feel believable. You know? Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's me, and honestly, in my personal, I mean, that was my personal opinion, but <laughs> as far as the Academy, I feel like they're going to give it to Paul Thomas Anderson, too, just because, like, politically, like, he hasn't won. Not Jane Campion? 
Well, I mean, maybe, maybe. I don't know though. I, th- I don't know because he's like he's one of those that's kind of like Tarantino that you're like everybody like knows that he's really good, but will he yeah. ever win? Yeah, I don't know whether because Belfast is kind of I don't know whether they'll give, give directing to, to Belfast and then best film to Power of the Dog. Hmm. Or the other way around. Because normally, isn't it like if you win for directing, you're not gonna. I don't know. This could be just. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, Bong Joon Ho. He sh- yeah, that was the best. Um, best director, best international film, best, best picture. Film. Yeah, that was. I mean, maybe we could see that again tonight. Hopefully not. Um, <laughs> um, I think the Academy would. I don't know. I feel like they could go anyway with this directing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, yeah. I mean it. Do you think they'll give it to Spielberg because it's Spielberg? I don't think so, man. I mean, okay. he's. I don't think so. So I we just, don't think I it's really going to be Raisuki Hamaguchi. We don't think it's going to be Spielberg. It's going to be... Cameron. I don't think it's going to be Belfast either. Okay. But, I mean, I don't know. Like you said, it could go either way. Yeah. But I just... If I'm like... If I'm the Academy and I'm the hive mind that is the Academy <laughs> and I'm marking off people yeah. on the list... I think I would also mark off Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it would be down to Paul Thomas Anderson and uh, Jane Campion. Is that how you say your name? It is. Okay. Yeah. I th- I think with the amount of like talk, I think they'll probably go for Power of the Dog. If it was between those two, yeah, I think it's probably going to be Jane Campion. Okay. But PTA would be a great winner. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't disagree. Okay. Then, costume design. We've got Cruella, Cyrano, Dune, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. Costume design. I mean, Dune, right? I think so, dude. The shoes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they all... I mean, it looked like it was futuristic. Yeah. I mean, they did futuristic, but also something that people would be like, "I want to wear that right now." Yeah, exactly. It's fashionable. Um, Nightmare Alley. I think everyone looked really great in trilbies and light suits and stuff. Um, West Side Story was also good costume design. Yeah, Um, but I feel like Dune's gonna. I think so too. I think you think that'll be the Oscar pick. I think it'll be Dune. Yeah. Easy. Sweet. So next we have cinematography. Um, Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, West Side Story. I would say one of the last two. Really? Either Macbeth or West Side Story. Yeah. I was going to say Dune again. Um, um, yeah, I mean, but what? Yeah, West Side Story is very... I think that's what the Academy looked for. Yeah. Um, I think personal pick, but for me, it's between Dune and Power of the Dog. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to give it to Dune personally. Okay. I'm going to give it to... Oh. 
Power of the Dog, personally, I think. And then I think the Academy will probably West Side give Story. it. West Side Story, yeah. I think there's a, a theme going on here tonight. And it's Lewis, Power of the Dog, Brandon. Dune, Dune. the Academy, <laughs> West Side Story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now we get into the big six. Well, not quite. We've got animated feature film, which is, I guess, is a kind of big award. Yeah. Um, we've got Encanto, Flea, Luca, The Mitchells versus the Machines, and Raya and the Last Dragon. This is a really tough one for me. Yeah, I mean, I for me, I'm I'm just like I love Flea so much, and I yeah. I'm gonna say for me it was Flea, but I'm an adult and I don't have any kids. <laughs> <laughs> Luca was one of my favorite films of last year. Yeah. And we watched it again last night. And the colors are so great. Yeah. And the characters are so sweet. And the animation is so good. Yeah. But the Mitchells versus the Machines, again, it, it was like Into the Spider-Verse. It was like, it's a different kind of animation. Mm-hmm. And that was really good. Yeah. And Kanto is so beautiful, so colorful. That yeah. was really good. Flea is just outstanding in every area. Yeah. But is it the best animated feature film? Yeah, when you think of you got to think of it in terms of what is yeah. the best movie, not necessarily who had the best anim- art style. Yeah, I'm gonna go for Luca as my person. I just love Luca so much. Sweet. If that won, I would be very very happy. But then again, if every if any of the top four, right in the last dragon, I didn't really like very much. Yeah. Um. But if Encanto, Flea, Luca, Mitchell's Just the Machines won, I'd be very happy with any of those. Yeah. Um, what do you think the Academy is going to go for? Maybe Mitchell's vs. Machines? Mm. Or Disney? I honestly have no idea. I feel like it's going to be... I think if they're going to go for one of the Disney, it's going to be Encanto. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, probably Encanto. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. We've had our last ad break. We've had our last performance by the singer-songwriter. Now we're headed into the final categories. So let's do actress in a supporting role. We have Jessie Buckley for The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBoss for West Side Story, Judy Dench for Belfast, Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog, um, and Anjanou Ellis for King Richard. My personal pick is Jessie Buckley for The Lost Daughter. Man, see, yeah, I didn't watch it. I'm like, shoot, I definitely should have watched that. The film's basically split in two, and she plays the younger version of the Olivia Olivia Coleman character. Mm -hmm. And basically, I think her character has, like, she has to do the hard stuff, but you still have to root for her as a character, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And I think She's like the the younger one that's making all the mistakes. Yeah. um, Or not. I mean, yeah, and she's just... I love Jessie Buckley. I think she's wonderful. Yeah. So that would be my pick. That was my favorite performance like in a supporting role out of these. But I think Kirsten Dunst has a chance. But no, no, I don't. Ariana DeBoss is going to win it. She's won everything so far. Uh, really? I believe so. Yeah, she's won a lot, I think, of like the BAFTAs and stuff like that, the Golden Globes. Your pick is... Jesse Buckley. Jesse Buckley. Yeah, my personal pick. I think 
Yeah, I think my personal pick, based on what I've seen, is probably Kirsten Dunst. But good choice. Yeah, as you might have noticed, I have a spot, soft spot for anybody that's in Spider-Man movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Moon Dance. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, I mean, so you think that it's going to be? Uh, I mean, as far as what they pick, Ariana DeBoss. Yeah, I think that's what they'll go for. Okay, I'm gonna say that you're smarter than me, and that's just I've just seen so much about like she hosted yeah. SNL, mm-hmm. like she seems to be the one person. I mean, that's not the, my barometer of who's popular or who should win an Oscar. <laughs> SNL, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But she just seems to politically. Be, it seems like yeah they're gonna lean towards her. Yeah, she's just out in the public eye a little more. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to do? Okay, so I chose Jesse Buckley, you chose Kristen, uh, Kirsten Dunst, and then yeah. Ariana DeBoss is the Oscar pick. pick. Do you want to do actor in a supporting role next? Yes, uh, or you mean, oh, actor in a supporting role? Yeah. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, actor in a supporting role. Um, let me get my reading glasses. We've got Syrian Hines for Belfast, Troy Kotzer for Coda, Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos, and Cody Smith-McPhee for The Power of the Dog. Uh, that was the younger guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know how anyone from Being the Ricardos has been nominated. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I wouldn't disagree with that because, I mean, as I mean, I enjoyed watching being the Ricardos. Um, but it was like watching actors um, like playing. Um, it, it wasn't that the actors were necessarily bad, but the actors didn't make me think that they weren't actors. No, exactly. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were playing a part. Yeah, I mean, they didn't necessarily disappear into the role, but I would say that J.K. Simmons was the most believable of the characters. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't think that it, it's not his best role. I don't think it's it, that he's going to win. No. I think my pick... I really like Jesse Plevins. Yeah. I like him too a lot, but I don't know that this is necessarily his best role either. No, I think Cody Schmidt McPhee was good, but I'd rather I'd prefer Jesse Plemons to win it. I think that's gonna be my pick. My pick is gonna be Jesse Plemons. I think the Academy might go for Troy Kotzer. Yeah. From Coda. I think this I think this supporting role actor in a supporting role is pretty weak. I don't think it's by any standout performance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's what I would, that's what I would say too. Because sometimes you know, there's there's actors that you just you watch, and you're like, oh man, like yeah. that was really Amazing. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's nothing really that stands out like that. <laughs> I I agree with you. I think I would like to see Jesse Plemons get it, just because you know I'm a fan and I want to see that. Yeah. Um, but Troy Kotzer, I think would, would probably be 
the academy pick. pick, yeah. And it would be cool to see him get it too. Yeah, you know? definitely. Um, yeah. That would be that would be cool. Okay, so actress in a leading role, we've got Jessica Chastain, Isaac Faye, Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Yeah, this is a hard one for me because I didn't yeah. see Parallel Mothers or The Lost Daughter, which both sound like they were really good in terms of the the leading performances. Um, Nicole Kidman, great actress, but I yeah. was not like, wow, she's Lucille Ball. No. What was interesting about being the Ricardos is like, like usually when people do biopics, uh, the actors are way more beautiful than the real life people. Because yeah. I felt like for being the Ricardos, not that Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem are no. by any means not good looking. It's just that Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz are more beautiful. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the real life people are, are just more beautiful. I, yeah. You know, like I just couldn't, I couldn't go there watching yeah. that movie. Yeah. You know, that was the same. Um, um, so I don't think, I don't think she'll win. I think Penelope Cruz is really good. But I don't know if the movie was good enough. Yeah. Um. I mean, Kristen Stewart for Spencer is my pick. Yeah, I'm gonna have to was... say that too, based on what I've seen. Yeah, I think she you was know. brilliant. Um, as far as what they're gonna give, I don't know. Has Kristen Stewart won? No. Yeah, I, I mean, think it might be her or Jessica Chastain. Yeah, has Jessica Chastain won? I don't think so. I just think, I just think, I mean, we talked about it last week, but I think that Kristen Stewart's performance was just so reserved and like really great. And Jessica Chastain's was very caricature of this person. Yeah. And very in your face. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's, she's really good, but it's, it's hard to know what, they, what they would pick. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like they they are not going to pick what we want them to pick. No, definitely not. <laughs> I don't think they're yeah. going to pick Kristen Stewart. God, uh, I hope they do. But yeah, so you think they might go just Jessica Chastain or? I think maybe. Yeah. Okay. I feel like she, yeah. she's been nominated three times. Okay. Or this is her third nomination, I guess. She's also been nominated for Zero Dark Thirty, and. Uh, and best actress in a supporting role for uh, the help. Okay, yeah. So this might be this, this might, might be the be one. The yeah, one she takes it home. is a big Oscar performance, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Whereas, like Kristen Stewart, they'll this is her first nomination. Yeah, she could get it. That would be cool. But Olivia Colman, Penelope Cruz, and Nicole Kidman have all won before. Have they? Yeah. So, probably Jessica Chastain. If I'm betting yeah. money on it. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I mean, I'm not, but... <laughs> All right. Actor in a leading role. We have Javier Bardem, or Bardem, uh, being the Ricardos. Benedict Cumberbatch, The Power of the Dog. Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom. Will Smith, King Richard, Denzel Washington... The tragedy of Big Beth. Okay. I have opinions. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. I don't think it will be Javier Bardem. I don't think so either. 
I don't think it's going to be Denzel either. I don't think so either. But I would like to say, as far as caliber of actors that are on this list. Holy cow. I think that Denzel Washington is the greatest actor on this list. Yeah. Uh, But I don't think he's going to win, and it's not my pick either. No, I don't think so either. I think Will Smith did a really good job because he is so charismatic and likable as a person. He did a really good job in King Richard at being neither of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's not a slight, like that was the character. Yeah. Um, and when you talk about like disappearing into a character, he did a very good job. Yeah. Benedict Cumberpatch. Yeah, like I said, I already I already stated my opinions on yeah. that. I, I might like it more if I you know, if I watch it a few more times, but yeah. there was just a couple of times to me it just felt really like he 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 like went into a room, said that line over and over and came back out and you know, then yeah. tried to pronounce it correctly. Yeah. But I don't I don't know. Like maybe not. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like Andrew Garfield like even though his performance is really good and I like him a lot, I think it's between Will Smith and Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. And I like Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, he is yeah. a great actor. Yeah. Like, Benny, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I love you. I'm not, there's no hate towards you. Yeah. I, it's just thoughts. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, that's the point, isn't it? We're allowed to have these different opinions. I mean, I, I will cast you in a, Another country movie. And <laughs> yeah. work with you. Yeah. Any day. <laughs> I'm going to go for Benedict Cumberbatch. I think that's who I would want to win. Okay. I mean, if I think Will Smith will win. I think Will Smith will win too, and that's who I want to win. And like I said, I don't think I would be disappointed. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, Big Willie style. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's another actor that's, I mean, he's, he's put in the work. He's been around for decades. Yeah. He's, he's. he's a, a really good actor. I think he deserves it. You know, he hasn't gotten it yet. I mean, it's like if Matthew McConaughey is walking around with an Academy Award, yeah, Will Smith should be too. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. Will. I don't think Will Smith is necessarily, you know, one of the greatest actors of all time, but he's he's always enjoyable to watch. One of the actors of our lifetime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Exactly. One. Of, definitely one of the greatest actors of our lifetime. Yeah. yeah. But. Not of all time necessarily. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. But yeah, he's. I mean, um, but he's amazing. Yeah, you know? and he's, and he's such a really good in this role. Yeah, and such a presence. Like he's so infectious. Yeah. So, yeah, I won't be disappointed. Um, and here we go, ladies and gentlemen, the Oscar goes to <laughs> Lewis the, Walker. Oh, it's like a dream. The biography. <laughs> <laughs> um. For so for the final award, best picture, we have Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, West Side Story. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Lewis is walking away. Disgusted. <laughs> With the... The fact that the souvenir part two is not on here. Mm-hmm. The fact that the worst person in the world is not on here. The fact that Flea is not on here. Yeah, honestly, okay. Uh, if you were picking out of everything that's been nominated for any category, what would it be? What was my best picture of the year? Yeah. Like, even though it's not on this list. 
Well, that's a good question. I would probably say Flea. I mean, Flea just moved me so much. Yeah. I was like, Flea is, it was, yeah, the best film that I'd seen. I mean, I feel like Worst Person in the World was my favorite. Yeah. And I feel like that's the film that I'd enjoyed the most and want to watch again and again and again. Yeah. Um, I definitely should have watched it. You've got time. <laughs> that's true. You've got I will watch it four before hours. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, so best picture. I mean... <sighs> yeah, it's a hard one, man. I mean... It is. As far as personal <laughs> pick goes, I, I think I know... There's a few that I wouldn't be upset if they won. Yeah. Because I don't think it's in a partic- there's not one that I'm like out and out rooting for. So, Belfast, Coda, Dune, Licorice Pizza, Power of the Dog, Nightmare Alley. I guess any of those five. Is that six? I don't know. We can't count. That's six. Whoops. Any of those six I'd be happy with. Yeah. I mean, kind of same. Uh,. I mean, I I really did like Nightmare Alley. Like, I really did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't really have a problem with it winning, but I just feel like it it wouldn't. It just doesn't yeah. stand out comparatively. Yeah. I guess it it doesn't. Like I like I said before, it doesn't feel fresh. It just feels like Guillermo del Toro again. Yeah, you know, which is kind of my opinion. I guess the same opinion I have of Spielberg, where it's like it's hard to separate him from his films. Yeah, yeah. It's just like they're both really good, and they have a distinct style, but um, it it's not fresh anymore. Yeah, so it's hard to. I think. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think my personal pick is either Power of the Dog or Licorice Pizza. Yeah, as as your personal pick. Yeah. Um. I'm going to go Licorice Pizza. Uh, that was, I think, out of these... That's the one you want to see when? That's the film I had the most fun with. And the film that... If you offered me these 10 films to watch again, I'd pick Licorice Pizza. Yeah. And that's kind of where my basis is now. It's like, what film would I want to go and see again? What film in the future would I be like? Yeah, that did win Best Picture. That's good. You know, Licorice Pizza is the only one on this list that I have seen in a movie theater. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that says something, right? Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like, yeah, that was probably my favorite to watch. Like, the most fun I had watching yeah. a movie. Um, it, it was so well made. The performances were so amazing. It's like in the trailer, you see Bradley Cooper and um, Sean Penn in the trailer, right? Yeah. And by the time that Sean Penn showed up, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot he was even yeah. going to be Even in by this the trailer, movie. I knew I was going to love it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just the aesthetic and the, the soundtrack and the characters. Well, and even like usually when you see a trailer, and it and you do really want to see the movie. Like sometimes I'll be like, I wish I hadn't seen the trailer. Yeah. But this was a movie the way the trailer it didn't spoil anything really. Yeah. You know. And I think that that film, I mean, Licorice Pizza has been 
severely overlooked in the acting categories. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, uh, what's the main actor's name? I mean, it's Philip Seymour Hoffman's son yeah. first like performance. Uh, and then, and then is it's it Olivia Elena? Heim, right? Or is it Elena? Elena Heim. Yeah. Also. I mean. Yeah, she's amazing. Um. <laughs> So are you going Cooper for Licorice Hoffman? Pizza? Yeah. Are you going for Licorice Pizza as yes, well? Yes, that is my personal pick. Perfect. Now, I feel like this is going to be where we highly where we where we end up highly differing is on what the academy is going to pick. I think they're going to go for Coda. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay, so never mind. Yeah. We're we're on the same page. That's funny. We're so alike you and I. But we don't even know it. We doubt <laughs> it. True. And we're just the same. There's so many films. I'm like, I wonder if you liked it because I loved it, and you're like, I loved it. Yeah. And I'm like, good. And then I like, then we hate the same movies too. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Drive my car off a cliff. Um, <laughs> drive my car into a brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they're gonna go for Coda. That's what I was gonna say, dude. Yeah, is that that seems like the one that they would pick? I think it's the most crowd pleasing. Yeah. I think everybody that saw Coda came out with a big smile on their face. And like I think I think if they picked licorice pizza, they would be There's a very niche audience that would be like, Yeah. Yeah. And then the rest of the world would be like, see, I told you Hollywood is pedof like yeah, full of pedophiles. Yeah. Like. <laughs> um yeah, Coda is just it's like a I was thinking it's kinda like a, a teen coming of age film that I would have watched when I was like 18 and loved but like I'm talking for adults do you know what I mean it's yeah. like I mean it's good it is good yeah um yeah Coda you know it's when I saw the nominations and I saw Coda on there for best picture I was like what really yeah I was really a little bit like taken aback but you know most of the things on this list I was taken aback that there wasn't other things that yeah. I really loved on yeah. here. Namely, like Nine Days was incredible. Yeah. Um, didn't get nominated for a single thing. But yeah, Coda, I was a little surprised. And then I went back in my letterbox history and I was like, oh, well, I rated it four and a half stars. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I really enjoyed the yeah. movie. And I, th- and I did. You know, it was just, it was, yeah. I think, a little bit hallmarky. Yeah, so, but that's what I mean by crowd pleasing. I think that, like, if, if someone hasn't seen it, would be like, oh, it could have won Best Picture. I'm going to watch it now. Yeah, would be like, that was great. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. it was really good. Yeah, yeah, I, and I think, yeah, I think that's that's what. And I think anyone going. could be upset if that won. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and it's like the little movie that could, right? Yeah, in a lot of ways. I feel yeah, like. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's on Apple now. But I think they only bought it after it like showed at Sundance and stuff. I mean, they bought it. I mean, wasn't it like a record Pro- amount? I think that Apple yeah, that's probably right. Yeah, there's like a huge bidding war for it because it was because it's good. Yeah. So I think that yeah, I think that's probably gonna win. Yeah, I think so. Go Apple! Wow. So there we have it. All twenty-three Oscar categories picked debated well, I hope you're still here with us yeah maybe you just skipped the end um so what we're gonna do is if you're listening to this the day of 
will post these papers on our Instagram page um, before the show. So you can just kind of remind yourself if you're going to watch along and kind of see what we got right. Or if you want to do this at home, let us know what you picked. Um, And then we'll be watching the Oscars together tonight. So we will hopefully do some... Maybe a little bit of live streaming in between. Yeah, we'll do some Instagram posts. And, yeah, and, and kind of uh, keep everyone reactions. updated as to like who's going to come on top, Brandon Lewis or what we think the Oscars will go for. Yeah. Um, are they as predictable? We'll find out. That's right. Well, just all these years of studying films and yeah. movie knowledge and watching the Oscars and spending all this time watching movies. Does it mean a damn thing? Yeah. All those times that I was slugging through this whole list of Oscar-nominated films just so I could know each Have category. An yeah, yeah, just for me to say, Dune! <laughs> <laughs> I Woo! mean, again, why I think Coda might win Best Picture is because it was a real low point in my Oscar-watching time. And when it you was watched uplifted. it, it was like, yeah, wow, it was like, that was oh, good. Breath of fresh air. Yeah, yeah, that was actually decent. Yeah. So well cool good times yeah I mean the ceremony is going to be bloated and probably not great but it's all about the award winners at the end of the day that's right and just like getting to sit and watch um, celebrities sit and watch a terrible show (laughs) live yeah (laughs) and John Travolta is presenting again so will we get another Wickedly talented Adele Dazeem moment, because I really hope so. Wait, remind me of what that was. It was the the actress that sang the song for Frozen, and I can't even remember a real name, which is like really frustrating. But he kind of he came on to um, introduce her, I guess, um, and just said the wrong name. Nice. So he came on, and I he said, "I kind of remember that." He was like, "And now, the wickedly talented." Adele Dazeem. And he said it just like that. And it was very creepy <laughs> and weird. And I want to look up her real name now. Um, but he said that he that the teleprom- the teleprompter spelled it out phonetically. Uh, oh, it's Idina Menzel. <laughs> and he said Adele Dazeem. He said that it spelled it out ph- um, phonetically. Um, which is completely wrong, because that's not right. <laughs> but it's something that I'll say to my wife at least once a week. <laughs> So nice. It lives on. Sweet. So anytime he presents, I hope he pre- presents something to Benedict Cumberpatch just to hear him say that name. <laughs> so but this we'll is see. a very special moment for the Film Church Radio audience because this is something that Lewis says to his wife once a week, and now he's saying it to you at yeah. home and <laughs> your earbuds. <laughs> exactly. You can. I mean, just tweet me saying "wickedly talented," um, and I will know exactly. I was trying to find a way that I could introduce you. As a wickedly talented Adele Dazeem. Um But I couldn't, <laughs> unfortunately. But I needed to get it in there. Well, I appreciate the effort. <laughs> <laughs> Massive tangent on John Travolta there, but hey. A little bit of Oscar history for you. I mean, yeah. you, it, it's expected with whatever we're talking about each week. That's right. Some history. We're going to drop it. That's right. Some facts. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Follow us. Yeah. Find us. At Film Church Radio and all good social media platforms. That's right. 
all our back episodes, some that we mentioned today, are on Apple Podcasts, Audible, right. Stitcher. Are we going to uh, let people know what's next? I think you should follow us to find out what film we're going to start next. All right. And we will announce it on there tomorrow after the Oscars has finished. Sweet. Because this is a bit of a special episode. It's very special. So, yeah, we have been teasing this for months. Yeah. So I'm glad that we finally got it out. Thank you for being here and listening. And Oh, it's over. Almost. Yeah. I watch the Oscars now, but. One big finale. <laughs> and then all these films will be forgotten. And the Oscar goes to West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> that would be that would be pretty. Spielberg gets up there and they're like, "Wait, wait, it's wrong." Yeah. Coda, it's yeah, you. It's Coda. You won Best Picture. Yeah, Steven Spielberg just looking disgruntled on the side. He, Spielberg just acts like he's deaf. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a part in it probably anyway. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, the Oscars. What will happen this year? We shall see in a few hours. <laughs> All right, y'all. Say your film church prayers. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.